as we were going back and forth having this content uh, conversation on text I mentioned something about again it's like a disparity and that they need to even out the battles and this and that and blah 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 and somehow Michael Jackson and Prince came up and I said <clears throat> oh no I said yeah Snoop and DMX would be like Michael Jackson and Prince and uh, a resident purple fan popped up <laughs> and laced his Tims back up and had uh, had a whole lot to 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 say, and I thought I thought we were all in agreement that Michael Jackson yeah, versus MJ Prince. Gets smoked. Not not at all. MJ gets smoked. Not smoked in this versus battle. We just we just had this conversation. I would <laughs> I would run it back for you. Now it's not about. Oh, I'm sorry. I know how it came up. Sirius XM, two weeks ago, did like a week of like all Michael Jackson. So 24-7, all Michael Jackson. Then after that, they switched to Prince. And so now, up until a few days ago, it was all Prince, 24-7. In terms of these versus battles, we just said it's not about the musicianship. Because obviously Prince is a much more talented musician He's got a deeper catalog. He's got more material. He's got a wider range. He's uh, been to, from jazz to pop to funk, just everywhere. Like, there's no question Prince is the superior musician, and you could argue the superior talent. But in a versus battle, where it's about dropping songs that make people go, oh, and just blow things up, Prince's catalog does not have that kind of weight. Michael Jackson is dropping atomic megaton bombs. Oh, I mean, the dude was dropping hits when he was like seven or eight. Coming all the way up. Prince had a whole period where he disappeared and went online. And unless you were his fan, you weren't hearing from Prince. So, and as a matter of fact, you probably never would have heard of Prince if it hadn't been for Michael Jackson getting black people played on MTV. But that's a whole other discussion. In a versus battle, Dre, really, I'm, I'm conceding that Prince is the better musician, is the better artist, but you still think in a versus battle where you have to drop hits to make the crowd songs. pop off, 20 songs, yep. that Prince is going to... Prince beats Mike. How? Prince beats Mike. It'll, you know how? No. Because, because of soul, party joints, and ballads, Prince will beat Mike. Remember, if if you you would literally have to go through every Jackson, you would have to use the entirety of Jackson Five for Mike to get close to Prince. You have to. Why? Because after Jackson Five, after the Jackson, you're really depend you're really depending on off the wall. Oh, I'm sorry. You may have heard of this album called Thriller, but you know. Okay, Thriller is an okay album. Goes in the Thriller again. Wow. Against against <laughs> Prince. Do you understand what I'm saying? Against Prince. Not I don't think my headphones are how working. How many records you sold? We're talking about the fact that Prince will do Prince. Prince has the has that little uh, uh, that magic thing where he will just like sit down at the he'll start playing a cappella joints. He'll start playing versions live, like like Babyface did the Teddy Jam. The uh, what's his name? Teddy Riley. That's that's what Prince has. He has the different versions of songs. He has the I have just the piano version. I have the just the, I have the sped up version. He has the eight billion songs he's written for other people. Remember, that's part of this. These are also songs you wrote for other people. He wrote stuff, a whole slew of stuff for the time. Sheila E, Melissa Morgan, Shaka Khan. It goes on like this, it's Prince. This is Michael like, Jackson. Do you understand? He is the king of pop. Prince is a prince. There's a king and there's a prince. 
And there's a Joker, apparently, and James, he's residing in New Jersey. I have sat back oh, patiently. Pat. I have sat back patiently and listened to you talk for this entire conversation. And now I have to do my best Wesley Snipes as Shadow Henderson in Mo Better Blues. <laughs> Everything you just said is bullshit. <laughs> Michael Jackson, 10 studio albums. Prince, 39 studio albums. Yeah. Michael Jackson, one live album. Prince, five live albums. Michael Jackson, 34 compilation albums. Prince, only nine compilation albums, right? So the point here, the catalog is too deep, man. And Prince is a different animal. Michael was a vocal talent. Prince is a musician. This dude could play everything, right? When we saw Prince in 2011, he played in Charlotte. He sat down and like Dre was saying, he opened the show and he starts going through this medley and he was like, I have too many hits, Charlotte. I can't play them all. So James Carter, I think you're <laughs> underestimating Prince Rogers Nelson. I already disrespecting I already the catalog of Prince Rogers already, Nelson, James Carter. I already conceded he had the deepest, the deeper catalog, but we're talking about in a versus battle, it's not. You guys sound like those backpack rappers who are like, "Yo, yo, uh, MC nobody's heard of has the dopest lyrics, son." You're not, not going to disrespect Prince Rogers Nelson by comparing not, him to MC nobody no, that people never I'm, heard of. I'm comparing. Dog, no, I'm listen, comparing you. When Michael Jackson died, um, what what was it? It was um, the groove played his music for like days on end. Right when Prince died. They were going to do it for a couple of days. The demand was so great. Catalog was so deep. They did it for like a month. That's and it fun. just kept going and going and going. Right. So listen, Michael Jackson made music that has withstood the test of time that will still be played years and years and years down the line. Like this year was the. Um. No, or last year, last year was like the 60th anniversary of Kind of Blue by Miles Davis. It is a perfect album. From start to finish, it is a perfect album, right? And people will look at Off the Wall, which was really a disco album, and Thriller as perfect albums. So you can't take that from him, and that makes him a heavy hitter. Prince has so much work without a lull because there were points where we were like yo what is mj doing and some of these projects had individual hits but it's the collective project it flopped again prince you, didn't have those flops you're t you're talking about you, it's like you're talking about two different things you're talking about he's got this deep catalog but if he's got a deep catalog with deep cuts that people aren't familiar with then unless they were members of the Prince uh, website and club, then you're not going to win a versus battle because it's about playing the songs that get the reaction from people. So like on XM, just the last day it was on, I just turned it on and sat in the car and they played a song from Prince called Exosphere. Then that was followed by If I Was Your Girlfriend, followed by I Could Never Take the Place of You, followed by Vicky Waiting, followed by Damn You, followed by Pheromone, followed by Call My Name, followed by The Morning Papers. Uh, if you're a Prince fan, then you may know those songs. You may be familiar with that. During Michael Jackson, his week, you weren't going more than two, three songs maximum without something that you had a distinct reaction to, especially if you're our age, from childhood. And whether we're going back all the way, we can go back to, I don't know, go back to 72, Rockin' Robin, on his Got To Be There album. Take Got To Be There. You Blame it on the boogie. That was in 75. I mean, so if you want to go through the catalog and pull the best, this is where we needed an intern for Get Off My Lawn. We needed some. We needed a young whoopersnapper to come through, <laughs> cut the grass, and curate a list. And you can pull MJ's best bangers 
pull princes best bangers and i think it's going to be more competitive than you anticipate and i think prince gets the win but see you just the scorecards is going to be 10 9 10 9 10 9 prince but see that whole that whole argument you make about oh he's got this deep he'll make he's got all these songs that people haven't heard before so none of that matters that's what i'm saying i'm not talking about songs he never heard before i'm talking about the songs he he put out that everybody knows he has tracks that everybody knows that you can line up to mj's everybody knows and it's going to be closer than you think Mm. right And and he has versions of those songs that everybody knows that are better than the versions that came out that's like babyface playing you know oh i have this live version of whatever song he played and i was like oh my god i never heard this before like it's those things because prince is a musician he's always honing his craft he was always honing his song so yes he has a deeper and this is the thing i want to make sure that people understand i like michael jackson i like michael jackson's catalog i like michael jackson's song however in a battle Prince wins based on the the jams that he can play. Like Rock and Robin isn't beaten a Prince song. It's just not winning. I'm just telling you, we you, we've got when you're talking about seven 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 ninety three eleven. I mean, come on, PYT PYT knocks out ninety percent of what you're gonna bring. A door. A door. Nah. Yes. Raspberry Beret. Are you now? You're just being silly. I thought we were being serious here. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, Blue Red Corvette. If I was your girlfriend, I mean, working rain, working day and night. Another part of me. Well, I mean, I'm the only way. The only way this matchup would be close is if we took Thriller out of the mix and then we took. Like half play, of you can't think thriller out the mix. You have to play thriller. Yeah, he gets smoked without thriller. Prince, <laughs> Prince gets smoked with thriller, with off the wall. Oh, you need to evaluate oh. Michael Jackson the same way you evaluated Snoop. You letting oh. sentimentality cloud your judgment. No, I don't have. Yeah, you... I don't have any sentimentality for Michael. I just thought it was ridiculous that I turned on Sirius XM for a week, and as I'm driving around, I'm like. What song is this? This is still Prince? Okay. I'll wait for the next one. What is this? Okay. I mean, the songs weren't bad. Uh, by any means. They weren't They weren't bad songs. But you have to be deep into Prince. I would consider myself the casual Prince fan. Like, once he went underground, I wasn't checking for him. When he resurfaced, I was like, oh, okay, Prince. All through the 80s and all that. The Prince songs that were pop, like I wasn't going out buying Prince albums, but the Prince songs that came on the radio and that were popular and had videos, I know those. So you're gonna you're gonna dismiss him for your ignorance? No. Do you understand what a versus battle is? We just had this you conversation. Weren't, you weren't. This buying, isn't a, you weren't. You weren't buying a Michael Jackson album though. You bought Blood and Dance for? Thriller was the first album that I ever bought. Like with my actual okay, did you, money, did you buy blood on the dance floor? What's blood on the dance floor? That was after exactly. we were. That was after we were grown. That day you bought dangerous. No, but I know songs from it. Same thing. The same thing with Prince. Like there's songs that you may not know because you weren't you weren't necessarily buying the records. But like, did you know Erotic me. City? Yeah. Right. Banger. So, you you better not. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, controversy. I mean, they're good songs. I'm just saying they're. Come on, in a versus battle. Now, if we were at the Juilliard School of Music, Prince would annihilate him. Mike wouldn't even be allowed in the building. But see, this is where you're you're selling it short. Versus puts a premium on your very best material. You're going 20 songs to 20 songs. And when you have scores of albums, you have more material to draw from. Now, mind you, this isn't a knock on Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a bad dude. From the time he was working with his brothers and doing the Jackson 5 and the Jacksons to being a solo artist, 
he has some of the greatest stuff that was ever put ever produced but prince is in that weight class like prince had the longevity prince had like prince was one of his contemporaries who continued to make music beyond michael's lifetime and even when michael was hit or miss and going through all this other stuff and was having legal troubles and everything else prince kept rolling out music and doing shows and doing tours and doing everything else it's closer than you want to acknowledge and also and this is where i think you'd have to consider the audience for this prince has appeal that you are undervaluing you need to talk to some sisters and michael jackson well maybe maybe since michael's been you know as Dave Chappelle put it, taking a long gander at the anus, uh, Michael may have lost some um, some some people who would be willing to vocally support him. But I mean, it's just no. Michael wow. stands are still out there. They never went away. The stands yeah. are still out there. But I'm just saying, man. Um, you need to respect James Carter. You need to respect Prince Rogers Nelson. You're, you're, you're <laughs> I respect him. I respect him as a prince, and I recognize the king. And now I recognize two jokers. What's up, Jack? <laughs> it's it's such a shame for such an intelligent man who I think very highly of to be so, so very wrong. Uh, it wouldn't be Prince the first time, won't be the last. You know what Prince would say? He would say, James Carter, why must you be so difficult? <laughs> Was that a Prince song too? Was that a deep no, B-side? No, that's, that's what she said, that in a... In a in a concert to Dave Chappelle, who was in the audience. <laughs> hey, he will oh, call man. you by your whole government name. Right. You guys are crazy. You guys are nuts. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'm telling. Listen, this is the thing, and and I know for a fact how it would go. Prince would change the tone of the verses. He would ride the wave. So as much as Michael would want to rock the dance joints and he would rock the dance joints, Prince would get on the dance joints. Then Prince can get in the funk joints. But then when it went to ballads, Prince would wipe him up. And that's just how it's going to be. Prince would wipe him up. Because if Prince gets into his ballad bag, Michael has like some songs, but he, he will change the tone. You know what it's like? You guys... um. Um, the Jadakiss Fab battle. Oh, God. The Jadakiss Fab battle was lopsided. That, that happened? Smoking. And the reason why it was a smoking was because Jadakiss went in pinpoint gutter. I'm going to get him on all my street joints. So while Fabulous had some street songs, he was trying to do, he was trying to keep the women on his side. We're trying to rock some of the, you know, R&B and the joint with Tamiya and those joints are hot, whatever. But also, Fabulous has this problem of they beat his wife and broke her front teeth. Oh my God! Right. So you, right. so you, so you, so you're not, so, so you're not, so you're not going to get the woman vote much anyway. Damn. So you're not going to get much of the woman vote. So yeah, you can play those songs. You can play, oh, I remember this song. This song was dope. But meanwhile, Jada Kiss is hitting you with Wild Out. And Jada Kiss didn't didn't play like three joints that he should have played. I forgot. I think I don't think he played Why. Like he there's songs that he had that are big songs for him that he didn't play. But it's the tone. And that's what Prince would do. It's the tone. You can control the tone of it because you have he has those joints. And Mike has songs, but I'm learning a lot, man. I'm learning a lot about James, man. Yeah, I hope you're taking notes because as soon as another part of me hits, I'm... And as soon as Insatiable hits... Adore, Insatiable, Diamonds and Pearls. Yeah. Um, The most beautiful girl in the world. Mm, mm, mm. Nothing compares to you. Sign of the Times. What was the joint that he did for Tevin Campbell that he did himself again? Break it down? Break it down. What? (laughs) Break it down? I I mean, if he he starts... Yeah. You guys are so... If Prince starts playing songs that he wrote, he can probably battle Michael with songs that he wrote for other people. 
And he would need that because when Smooth Criminal comes on, Smooth Criminal is Smooth Criminal. All right, so here's the question. Are we going to play Somebody's Watching Me? Because Michael was reduced to singing a hook on that. He did that for Barry Gordy. He did that for a favor for a friend. <laughs> now, Rockwell is the one who needs to be doing some explaining. You got some explaining to do. It's wild. It's it's just, just watching these versus things. It's just, you know, you can't. It's good for the culture. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's something. Jada kissing, Jada kissing, fabulous. I, yeah, I, that didn't. Nah, I didn't take yeah, the nobody A asked train that, to the B. But to then the four, Jada gave the us all these memes because he was lit. He was lit. Wow. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> now, did he play Run? Uh, I think yeah, yeah, he did play Run. I'm fixing to take my shirt off. <laughs> all right. He did play Run. Well, that was interesting. Um. On moving to a damn, it's already nine fifteen. All right, um, I'll let you guys pick. There was uh, we can talk about uh, Black Thought versus everybody. I got that queued up, or we can talk about Fight the Power twenty twenty and what that was all about. I got that around here queued up, um, or we can talk about Kanye. Uh, we can wrap it up and go home. It's all up to you. Unless there was something else that was on the list that I forgot. Oh, uh, just a quick little side note. Uh, an article, I read an article, I meant to pull it, that essentially D-Nice, we were wondering, like, how was he able to have this massive presence on Instagram, play this music, Prince, Michael Jackson, all these other people, and not get taken down? Whereas now DJs from Jazzy Jeff and Questlove and everybody are moving over to Twitch or complaining about Instagram. Turns out... Um, D-Nice basically made a side deal or a deal beforehand with Instagram to ensure that his stream wouldn't get pulled down for copyright uh, violations. Um, now, so Black Thought versus everybody, uh, Fight the Power 2020, or Kanye and his shenanigans. So, AB, which, what would be your, your pick? Because he is an Omega level MC who is a threat to all haters, domestic and international, I would say Black Thought versus everybody. And if we wanted to go out with some laughs, we could talk about Kanye West. Mm. All right, uh, Dre, what's your your pick of the three? My pick is the man that's steadily rising up my list. And may may just be my number one rapper, MC of all time. Kanye? Kanye? No. Oh. Black Thought. Oh. <laughs> huh. Black Thought. Yeah, he's he's. Ooh, okay, then I'll play Black Thought versus or Thought versus everybody, and then we can talk about it. Also, hit up uh, talk about Malik B and. Uh, See what we gotta say. So here we go. Thought versus everybody. Three minutes, seven seconds, starting now. We will hear from the most powerful black man in America today. Everybody. I don't think you heard. Yeah. The most powerful black man in the world. Hey, yo. They ask why I seem so solemn. On a throne between three stone columns. You know the name, fucking up the game, no condoms. Everybody goddamn first world problem. The truth is inconvenient as non-believers. Fear and doctor dreamers instead of FEMA. Bentley Benz or a Beamer, Fiji or Aquafina. We fuck around and be the next Iwo Jima. The tides rising at the same time like they synchronize. For making art, for making love, for making highs. The home is where the hatred lies, they taking lives. But everybody just so saved and sanctified. Then they rely upon, we the few defiant ones. Communicating in higher forms of Viacom. To dialogue before the war with a riot horn. I wonder on which side of the lines I belong. Lady Liberty, face full of conceit. I'm half master killer and half you master killer. Latrophobia, that's a fear of the healer. Kaepernick is an activist, y'all in fear of the kneeler. Everything's obtuse, nothing is obscene. Another young life was lost on live stream. 
Another great fell from grace and high steam. Then the clock struck 13. We in some kind of dream. First, I'm handling the first thing. Decipher what it means to a planet of earthlings. Where the question remains, am I a journal or journalist? Herbal eternalist, Olympic tournament level genius, author affirmative. No turning back and returning. I'm not concerned with it. The permanent ink paved the way out the turbulence. My hands against the wall outside a billiards hall. I hear police discussing whether to try and kill us all. I question if that'd matter. Life's like a tree that falls in the woods, even with our phone footage to see it fall. Great men chose the paper, mate, pen, a state pen. The firing pen of a pistol aimed at a playpen. We go from musket to a missile, to a revelation between heaven and Satan. While I'm steady creating, they try to separate the truth from the lies that they told us. I even heard the Soviets, the 45th POTUS. That ain't the photo they showed us, or accepting the owners. Did they watch and tone us? My condolence to y'all diplomas. Here's a bonus, the point of view to make things see through. If I'm a walking institution, I'm an HBCU. Face the news and keeping it moving is one of the great things we do. Yo, the devil trying to put together his gang, me too. And whether you come from Lagos or Trinidad and Tobago, you can either stay broke or be wealthy as Jeff Bezos if you just stay woke. I was in the dark, then they broke. Direct the questions to my ancestors until they spoke now. Inherently rocking the disco currently. Bars is cryptocurrency, hypnotherapy, shitting on everything. Five, nine, six, four, lurky, crystal clarity. Wonder how I spit so thoroughly. Stay so hungry, rappers can't get no mercy. That's the reason any other one who spit won't first me. You're so lonely in my own class, formerly known as the description that your headstone has on my own path in my own world like Disney's. I feel a fucking system fail just like kidneys. Up steps, the one who upsets all carriages, cause it's imperative. We change the narrative. Yeah, and that's all first everybody. Listen, check it out, they go to everybody. Yo, I got myself over everybody. Yeah, every goddamn body. Oh my God, there are only a couple of MCs that I listen to them and am just like, the first listen is just amazement, like that I'm hearing such quality, and then I have to go back and listen, and listen, like the old days where you go back and listen and you pick up something new every time, I'm half Master Killer, half you Master Kayla. I'm a walking inst- if I'm walking institution, I'm an HBCU. He's out of control. Out of control. Fantastic. Tariq Lukeman Trotter. Man. One of the greatest to ever do it. And is really closing in on being the greatest to ever do it. Like when we were talking about the, the versus battle with Snoop and DMX. Mm-hmm. Snoop was like, yeah, play some of that stuff from when I was a rapping ass nigga. Right, when I was good. <laughs> thought ain't stopped. Mm-hmm. And thought has continued to get better. One of the things that I love about this, right? In hip-hop, we act like it's Logan's Run. You know, Logan's Run was the sci-fi flick where you turn 30, that little gem would go off <laughs> in your hand, and they take you someplace <laughs> to murk you. Like, that was the end of your life. And in hip-hop, we act like when dudes hit 30, you're no longer relevant. And it's all you're old. Hip-hop has been a young person's game forever. Meanwhile, thought is up here like a fine wine, just getting better and better with time. And is clearly after this, right? Like, this is something he wants. He's been putting out these solo projects, streams of thought. And volume one was dope. Volume two was even better. I'm waiting for volume three. And you talked, James, about... When, when thought drops something, you want to keep listening and listening and listening. I'm an academic. When he dropped that 10-minute freestyle on Funkmaster Flex, the first thing I said was, I want the transcript. Hmm. And when this dropped, I'm like, I want the transcript. And so as I'm giving it a second, a third, and a fourth listen, I'm listening and reading. And the rhyming in multiple places across bars the cultural references the historical hip-hop references um situating himself as an mc amongst the pantheon of great mcs right Mm -hmm. and then saying and i'm at the front of the line and i dare you to take somebody else against me right and it's while we're having this conversation because last time in the pod but we were talking about you know that one album you would use to introduce a newcomer to hip-hop i picked the roots things fall apart because this is my favorite group thought is that dude and the level of lyricism is just second to none 
And we were like, well, nobody's been in, in a beef with Thought. And at the end of the joint, he was like, yeah, Thought versus everybody. Listen up, check it out. That go to everybody. I got myself over everybody. Yeah, every goddamn body. And I'm just like, yeah, I could dig it. I, I wouldn't want no parts of that, man. You know, change the order. There's no way that we could rock after them. Mm-hmm. So that's a Latra- bad, bad man. Latrophobia. That's a fear of the healer. Kaepernick is an activist. Y'all in fear of the kneeler. Everything's obtuse. Nothing is obscene. Another young life was lost on live stream. Another great fell from grace and high esteem. Then the clock struck 13. We in some kind of dream. This dude mm. is ill. Like, I'm reading the lyrics like, holy. Like, and I listen, I've listened to this song, I don't know how many times. I never caught that whole latrophobia that's a fear of the healer part. Like, you need a transcript. This is why I, you I need, need a transcript, transcript with him. You got to study his I lyrics. Trans- I need a transcript. I, I'm, I probably didn't read the syllabus. I'm sorry, professor. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, and, and I was one of the people who was eagerly awaiting the album to get released. Yeah, I was expecting it at midnight. I was expecting to, for us to be talking and then me downloading the album. Affirmative. And then, and then he re- said that it's delayed. So it's a solo album. It's a so it's another it's the volume three of his stream of oh, streams of thought. thought streams of thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, his, so he had three of them. The first one was Ninth Wonder, I believe, and then the other one was I have oh I have the other two. One was Ninth Wonder. One was. Who's the other one? Now I go look at my look at my iTunes real quick. <laughs> I mean he's uh, <clears throat> yeah it's it's incredible because the Salam only Remy. Uh, Salam Remy there you yeah, go yeah Salam Remy right so this one's with, this one's with Sean C and um so I was waiting for this one and now he says that it's delayed and because of, he has some big things coming and I'm one I'm actually wondering if he's putting some more B on it. Hmm. Maybe. One of these points he might be on. Well, I mean, he is, like I said, pretty much in terms of people who, when they drop something, I'm actually paying this close attention to the lyrics because I know there's things in there that I'm missing. It's just him and Eminem. And the difference to me is that, like, I mean, the, the, the level of skill, the two of them are in a different stratosphere. Um, Eminem's lyrics still have the the hint of just kind of like fun and frivolity, and I'm doing this, um, you know, to show off my skills and uh, show my talent, and you know, have some fun emceeing. Um, Black Thought rhymes with a weight of. I'm creating a document, a piece of history. I'm. It's back to that old uh, Chuck D thing about hip hop being the the CNN uh, of the black community. Like I'm creating a document from a hip hop perspective of what's happening at this moment in time. And that to me is just like gives like I would prefer to let, because I still haven't heard an Eminem record an album that I want to listen to from beginning to end. Never, I still haven't heard it. But Black Thought, whatever he's putting out, yeah, put me down. If you if he went to that that quality model of $10 a month and I get one song, <laughs> I might have to, I could probably go like $7.50. I don't know about 10, but I might do it. Because I know I know he's going to give me quality and substance. He's not going to be leaving the beat. If he leaves the beat, he's going to come back on beat, and it's going to be intentional. But, I mean... Black Thought can be trusted. And Ooh. it's like this, man. Um, I've always been partial to hip-hop that is speaking out about something that matters. I don't necessarily need hip hop to educate me. I just don't want to be made dumber for having listened to it. Right. But there are these moments when hip hop can 
broaden your understanding of things we were talking earlier about some of the more base tendencies the body tendencies of hip-hop toward misogyny or misogynoir a, a particular type of sexism directed specifically at black women right the homo antagonism within hip-hop um you know that that in its worst light hip-hop can be real nasty to vulnerable populations within our community right but then there are these moments when hip-hop rises above that and lifts everyone up um it teaches you something it makes you think about something it helps you to to express your feelings about something right and so when i listen to thought and i look at the the lyrics for something like this and i'm listening to the song he went through Daka, he went through fema he went through you know income inequality he's going through activism he's going through the movement for black lives he's challenging the corporate nature of the hip-hop and music industry and at the same time he's bigging up himself he's like yeah um when when a question remains am i a journal or the journalist you know nod to rock him right mm-hmm herbal eternalist olympic tournament level genius author affirmative like i'm all that <laughs> right you know like yeah. so so in one track like you know there are some mcs but they'll have one track dedicated to each of those things right yeah he's weaving in and out all these lanes while at the same time being braggadocious a long-standing tradition in hip-hop mm-hmm. and you get to the end and it's like yo um it reminds me of reading native son or reading baldwin or reading octavia butler and there are things that i teach and i've taught for years but i'll reread the text before i teach it again i reread the article before i teach it again and every time with the genius authors you notice something you didn't notice before or you're drawn to something because of the change in the circumstances of the society or of your own life you're drawn to something that maybe didn't mean as much to you before that's how it is with thought and when you pull streams of thought volumes one and two oh you can just put those on and let them go and they they rock and each track has its own vibe but the level of lyricism the content it's masterful all the way throughout like it would be amazing to sit down with this dude and listen to him talk about his process for writing because it's second to none and he's he he delivers consistently man and i love to see it because as a genre we take our senior spokesmen and women and we push them to the side for the 18 and 19 year olds and no shade to the kiddos but as a grown man pushing 45, I have a level of accumulated wisdom through what I've studied and experienced that might be valuable to someone who's coming up behind me. No one would say to the Rolling Stones, yeah, stop performing. We don't want to see you anymore. Yeah. You know, no one would say to Aerosmith, yeah, stop performing. We don't want to see you anymore. They doing stadium tours and we take our greatest icons. And once you cross that Logan's run age, hmm. we toss you to the side. <laughs> thought is like nah i'm your favorite mc's favorite mc yeah. and i'm gonna show you why i can eat anybody at any time any place and they know it and they don't want none but he's doing it see that's the thing i don't think i don't know i do agree that it is by and large considered a young man's game or young person's game but that's because mc's get to a point where they're just not doing it he's doing it He's like, um, somebody throw out a, there's got to be a sports, equi- I, I mean, I guess for Tom Brady or whomever you want to say at an advanced age. As a Laker fan, I can't believe you it. didn't go to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar first. I mean, I love Cap and I make an argument for him being, you know, the great, but that's a whole other thing. But... I'm just saying to be old and still be productive and be able to do it. Thought isn't just rapping well. He's arguably, not even arguably, he's better than he was before. And better than anybody who wants to come anywhere in his sphere or his realm. Again, Eminem can stand in the periphery, but he doesn't have, he can't bring that. Yeah, he can't bring that depth of content because of his cultural perspective. 
you look at Black Thought's catalog post 40 and it'll smoke people who are putting out stuff for the entirety of their careers. If you just look if you just look at his stuff after 40. Yeah, it's it's incredible. In terms of the content, nobody's messing with him. In terms of the skill and technicality of it, Eminem's in that conversation. But in terms of the content, nobody's messing with him. It reminds me of when Karis one did that track with Channel Live, Mad Ism, and he was like ripping the microphone until I'm Mickey flicking 60. Right. That's going to be Black Thought. Yeah. Like, that's that going to be, be Black, Black Thought. He's going to be that dude. It's like when you see these TikTok videos and the kids are up there dancing with mom and dad and the kid gets washed because mom and dad were like, you know, performers back in the day. Um, yeah, that's going to be Thought. Like, Thought going to be that dude in the BET cypher at 65 smoking people. It's it's so impressive. Like you said, he really is getting better. And it's it's just odd to me. Like it's it's odd it's odd he's an alien because every time I think, okay, you know, now 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 is probably when you're gonna level off. Then he releases a song like this where I'm just like like where where did it come from? And part of it is that he's still he's still creating content. Like he's still talking about something. Yeah. So while Eminem's a great technically, he can put words together. He can rap the words. He can, you know, my my problem with Eminem has and will continue to be that I believe that his music lacks soul. Right. I don't think I don't think there's any soul there. So while while you're technically great, there's nothing there's nothing to it. It's it's like I don't know. I like Twinkies, right? I like Twinkies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but. You know, the no Twinkies is Twinkies is Twinkies. Yeah. Black thoughts like fried chicken, collard greens, macaroni and cheese. He's soulful. Like, he, oh, it's gonna taste good. It's gonna do your body. It's gonna give you some energy. It's gonna do it. Like to me, Eminem is like. When's the last time you listened to an Eminem album, a new Eminem album, and you want to listen to it again? I think thought to say he's a fish dinner out of styrofoam plate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When's the last time you wanted so so that's the thing that I like about Thought is that there's content there. Like he's talking about something. And so he's not only is he putting these words together, he's talking about us. He's talking about these things. He's he's bringing in, you know, uh, he's not he's not he doesn't bring in current current uh current affairs. He doesn't bring in this current news. He doesn't bring in the new vernacular that the kids are using and it sounds corny. He brings it in a way where you're like, this is a guy over 40 talking about something that we know about. And he's he's a rapidly ass rapper. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect description. Like, oh, he rapping, rapping. Right. He oh, rapping, oh, rapping, rapping. I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's remarkable. That, ten, that freestyle is still just, I'll go back and watch it just, just because it's Tuesday. Yeah, I play that every so often Ooh. just because. And it's like, yo, um, Mob Deep, I'm sorry. Um, that track doesn't belong to you anymore. Nope. It, it belongs to him now. It belongs to him now. It's oh. mine now. You know, it's like um, <laughs> I'm waiting for dude to come out. Darth, um, who was your man in, in Infinity War? Where he was like, Rejoice. You have now become part of the movement of Thanos. <laughs> it's like, Rejoice, Mob Deep. Right. Your now belongs to Black Thought. Your oh. sacrifice has now allowed for a superior level of lyricism to come forth. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Black thought. Yeah, it's 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 Yeah. You love to see it. Yeah. But it, yeah, like you said, I mean, I don't I don't not want to hear from Ice Cube because he's old. I don't want to hear from him because he's whack. And damn. Oh, now, he's, I don't, he's going to be know, the next one up. I don't know too much we can compare this to, right? Because, like, you know, I think about Jordan coming back and playing for the Wizards, and his last year in the league, the 2002 2003 season, was my last year in graduate school at the University of Maryland. So I'm in the DC metropolitan area. That's like one of the biggest sports stories going on. And Jordan at 50 was averaging 20 a game, but there were up and down nights. Um, the league schedule could be brutal, the back to backs, and all these things, right? 
but he averaged 20 for that season. This would be like Jordan coming back at 40 and going for 40 a game. Like that's what you're seeing from thought right now. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to find a point of comparison because we don't see this often from hip hop. And some people might say, Jay, and I'm like, yeah, but Jay's not doing this. No. Jay is still corporate capitalism, you know, black nationalism as black capitalism. Um, he's gotten more introspective as he's gotten older. And the content on things like the 444 album, his appearance on the Jay Electronica album, we've seen different sides of him, sides that we rarely see. But Thought is doing something remarkable that I hope people will appreciate because in addition to being a thinking person's MC, he's a curator of hip hop. And the references to Rakim and Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rap, um, Schoolie D, all those others, right? The MCs that I look at in this moment who who do something similar, Missy Elliott always comes to mind. And then in terms of the quality of the lyricism, um, for both its content and its braggadociousness, Poss from De La Soul comes to mind. But the difference is that Black Thought has been consistently on the scene since the early to mid-90s. Yeah. <clears throat> He's been uninterrupted. <clears throat> He's been ever-present. Yeah. And even when you take MCs that have the, the content that's somewhat comparable, they don't have that level of technical skill that mastery is just because I'm thinking about like Jay Z will come out and he'll drop something that's impressive here and there, but this is still on another level. Jay Electronica, Jay Electronica had some he had some bars, had some lines, but this is still this is over there. This is way over there. Everybody else is over here. Black Thought is way over there. Way Every bar there. is a classic. And when you talked about that freestyle on Funk Flex, same beat, right? Notice how many different times he changed the flow to suit the content that he was delivering. Like when he started talking about his mother's struggles, he slowed it down because he really wanted you to hear it, right? Yeah. Um, so that dude, man, it's 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 like listening to Jordan and Kobe talk about different moves and explaining the science behind the move it's like in the in the bulls documentary for that 97 98 season listening to dennis rodman talk about the way that he would process rebounding and this encyclopedia graphic knowledge that was catered to the people who were on the floor so he was like if this teammate shot this shot from this position of the floor and it didn't go in i anticipated the rebound coming off this carom on this side like it's that inside basketball inside baseball deep knowledge of lyricism that allows him to be so dope yeah well black thought black thought i can't wait for the uh this album to be released and uh i still say he should have had a battle but that's okay i'll leave black that for thought 2020 day. yeah see well, uh, just one last thing is to find out where you all are on your um, your your study sheet for the uh, battle log, which is EPMD versus Gangstar versus BDP. Um, I'll say where I'm at. I've gone through uh, BDP and EPMD, and I've gone through Gangstar, I think I'm up to uh, man, hard to earn. Was that, what was the one that, that had the red cover, where it was all red? You don't even, nobody, no? Well, whatever. The red album. Yeah, I'm one. I'm one past that. I one. think that was hard to earn. Hard to earn. Okay, so I'm one past that one. Um, what about you, Dre? I am. I just finished EPMD. 
That was a rough one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When it got to the end, it was like <laughs> I was, I was swimming upstream with a whale on my back. <laughs> uh, um, so now I'm going. I'm going to go to Gangstar next. I think. Um, mm. I think I'm going to go to Gang. What do you think? You think I should go to Gangstar next, or should I go to BDP next? BDP gets easier to listen to as their production improves. And then uh, by the time it starts to get bad, um, they're done. Okay. All right. So I'll go to BDP next. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to BDP next. Yeah. That was, it, trust me. After this, and it took me a long time to get through EPMD, especially since I was listening to it on like YouTube and stuff. Yeah. So, it, but wow. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. Like I was rocking for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like going back and listening, re-listening to songs. You know, I wasn't, you know, I was going, I was having fun and then started getting. Then it turned into homework. Yeah, then then it became homework. Yeah. Then it became homework. What about you, Adolphus? Where are you at? (laughs) Man, I had to complete these back to back courses to get my online teaching certification from my institution. So the struggle has been real. Um, Congrats, though. Yeah. Thank you. Much appreciated. Congrats. Yeah, this has been one of those things where people look at educators, K through 12 or university and think that we have summers off. And that's just not true. And never has it been more untrue than summer 2020. It Mm. feels like the spring semester never stopped. I've had meetings every week. I've been doing these press hits and programs. And all of this is on top of being husband and father because our children have been home with us this entire time, right? And that requires a close level of attention because my children are young, five and seven years old, and they are in the formative stages of their emotional and cognitive development. And that's the the parenting comes first. And then all this work has been on top of that. So I am nowhere near as deep Where you into at? some of this stuff as you guys. But at the same time, I had a lot of this stuff back in the day and, you know, to, to generate a little, um, a little interest in the, the battle log bracket, I'm thinking Gangstar is going to be the group that comes out of this because even when some of their stuff slows down, the production and the lyricism are still there. Uh, BDP sometimes it gets heavy and slow and you know it's you don't you don't really have a bop EPMD it's like um after a certain number of Janes you don't care anymore (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like okay man I get it and it's not even to say that the problem is having a serial track right because the Superman lover installments like you you wanted those (laughs) you wanted Superman love it's like it was like getting a dog man and cat kid book if you were a kid today or getting Harry Potter you wanted the next Superman lover story Jane it's like nah man quote after so many Janes you just don't care (laughs) yeah you you don't care so um when 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 cats are ready to have that conversation I can get ready okay well uh then Dre you let me know when you're ready because I'm sitting here I'm looking at notes I was doing something a while back and I was just sort of as the tracks were playing just jotting down a little note and so I'm not going to let these pages and notes go to waste even though um Adolphus's take was more or less you know seems to be a direction I'm heading but uh Damn, at this, at this rate, we'll be like 65 before we get through the entirety of this thing. And but, Black Thought will drop a new single that day. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you beat me to the punch, brother. Yes. <laughs> Black Thought still going to be doing live shows. Oh, man. Coming out like my man, um, <laughs> like my man Elton John. Just mm-hmm. sit down and do an 80-minute show solo. Solo. Better rock man all right well um any words about uh malik b passing because i think we'll go out on a specter of death has been all over 2020 um earlier in the conversation i mentioned losing the homie from grad school and the homie from undergrad 
and then seeing public people like ct vivian john lewis and a whole host of others i mean you know the year was trash when kobe bryant and Gigi bryant die in that accident and it's been one just hit after another um things like malik b hit hard like the homies from grad school and college because they are our peers you know malik b was 47 years old and we knew that he'd had some problems that had been kind of public with substance abuse no cause of death was released and don't want to speculate but knowing that that was in the background is tragic when you see someone that young right gone so soon and it feels like promise that was unfulfilled yeah yeah the um the thing that hit me probably the most about him passing is that i was unaware that he had an album in 2015 which to me I, I mean, he kind of fell in the realm of people who, if I saw their name and they had a project, I would try to go check it out just, just, just on GP. Right. And so the fact that I didn't see his name mentioned that year was like kind of disappointing. And, you know, I'm just like, wow, like you know, I like this guy, and I was, you know, I even tweeted, you know, the first time I heard um, Game Theory, the song Game Theory on the game theory album mm-hmm. um i got a i got a a, a a white label from the from death game <clears throat> they sent me they sent me the album ahead of time and it was just game theory and had you know the like somebody some like some intern that typed the names of the songs like on a piece of paper and like cut it out and put it in there and like skip it to me right because i was at bet at the time and so they always try to you know get people to drum up you know business or whatever and so I'm listening to the album and I'm into it. And then Game Theory comes on. I listen to it and it's, it's hype and thought is killing it. And then all of a sudden, Malik B starts rhyming. And I remember I was in shock. I was like, holy shit, he's back? Because remember, this is when he had the drug problem. He hadn't been, he hadn't right. recorded a song with them in I think close to like 10 years. It was something like it was something crazy. Like he hadn't recorded with them, and all of a sudden he was just on a song. And then I think he was on like two, maybe on two or three songs on that album. And you know, it was one of those things where you, I was just happy to hear from them. It was one of those rappers when you're like, he's he's on here, he sounds good, lyrics are incredible. And then you know, you get the word that you know he passed, and you know he's our peer. And I, I went I went to the same place that Adolphus went. Like you know. We lost, you know, Ramir, who went to Syracuse, you know, recently, and just finding out that he had passed was like a shock to me. You know, I did I had known he was sick, and that, you know, so when Malik B passed, it was like it just took me back to that same thought of when we lost Ramir and we lost Melvin, and you know, it's just like wow, like you know, it's always those people you just wish, you hope in your heart that they felt the appreciation for their life, they knew that people appreciated them. And I hope he felt, I hope Malik felt that appreciation or knew that appreciation. And if he didn't, I hope he's in a better place and he sees how many people are talking about him and, you know, giving him the appreciation that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely been, been rough. I When I saw The Roots uh, last year and they were doing uh, Things Fall Apart and... Dice Raw came out on the stage, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Okay." Right. I, I was like, "Now, if Malik B comes out, it's gonna be over." Um, but yeah, so I think um, on the outro, play uh, some distortion to static, and uh, but yeah, to to your point, that's part of the reason I you know enjoy doing the the podcast just to catch up and talk with you too even when you're so wrong about so many things it's just a good time to hear from you know that you're doing well <laughs> where you're at jesus wept james carter <laughs> doing your thing <laughs> you know and uh and it and it lives on i like this this whole idea um of having this this recorded uh testimony so you know our kids years from now whomever will find this and uh here we are there we are our thoughts and my kids gonna be like daddy was cursing (laughs) 
and daddy was so wrong. Michael Jackson's the king of pop. Shut up. <laughs> Lord have. I know, I know. Why I'm... must you be so difficult? I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I appreciate y'all, <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what the schedule is. We'll try see what we can do about um, knocking out this first round of the battle log. Uh, what's definitely coming next is there's a series we've been doing uh, off and on called Busted as Nut, which pinpoints the exact point at which an MC fell off, actually targeting the point just before they fell off. And so far, we've done it with uh, Tribe Called Quest and Snoop. And I don't know if there's somebody else in there, but the next one up is Ice Cube because... Uh, he did a, uh, a listening party for the, I guess, 30th anniversary of America's Most Wanted. And he was playing it and listening to it. And the look on his face was like, damn, I used to be pretty good at this. And that, that's true. You used to be. And so I'll uh, be putting out an episode where we put pinpoint exactly where you start to get lyrically lazy and falling off. So, um... It was good to talk to you. Thank you for taking out some time in your schedules. Uh, hopefully, this won't get Dre kicked out of the back room. Next time, you might be doing it from the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing it from the car. <laughs> right. They still jacking cars in New Jersey like that? Like back in nah, the day? Nah, nah. It's, it's, it's not New Jersey Drive anymore, really. Well, okay. not, not where I'm at. But yeah, okay. nah, they don't really do that much over here. Okay. You're in the suburbs. Yeah, but he had they just into stealing people's Amazon deliveries. Oh. And yeah, I have a camera in the front of my house. See? <laughs> your glorious suburbs. They're building that low-income housing in your glorious suburbs. Your suburbia is going to go away. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Lord. Well, appreciate Rough, it. Call the sack of the burbs, G. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so you all take care. Be safe. And uh, I will talk to you soon. Peace. 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 Ha 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 